Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast. Here at Emmanuel Church, we believe that God wants to meet us where we're at. So whether you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can listen to the message from our Sunday worship experience. We would love for you to stay connected with us by visiting our website at myemmanuelchurch.com or at any social media platform at myemmanuelchurch. We hope you enjoy this message. joining us online this morning. Uh, We're so glad that you're here uh, with us. We know that um, everything seems a little crazy right now and things seem to be getting worse, but you know, we are, we still get the opportunity to be here and lift up the name of God and hear God's word for our lives. And, and I hope you like our setup this week. We thought would be a little bit different. Uh, we want, we know that you're watching at home. So we wanted to make it feel like you're at home and we're at home with you and we're together worshiping God. Cause even if you're online watching us, we are still meeting together as the people of God. We are still lifting up God's name throughout all all of this that's going on and it, it we we hope that you receive encouragement today from what you hear from us today and thanks thanks to our worship team y'all guys did a great job today um as always we uh, love you guys and i love all of y'all too watching we miss y'all we do miss y'all yeah we, we very much miss the rest of our people and our our kids our e-kids i know our e-kids director misses the kids when when they're not here with us but we're we're hoping to be doing some stuff for them as well online uh, so that they have something to do too and they're just not stuck at home um like the rest of us i know that we're probably feeling a bit cooped up uh bored out of our minds trying to figure out what to do picking up new hobbies or whatever it is that we're doing but today we're continuing our series uh q a with jesus uh and so there are going to be some things that are changing as, as we go forward for the next, for the foreseeable future. We'll be meeting here online with you. Um, Easter, we had a big event ca- uh, we were going to do for our community, but that's canceled right now. You know, sorry to say, but what we're going to do instead for Easter, and you can find out more by going to myemanualchurch.com slash Easter. We're going to be doing, uh, we're still going to be giving away some things to the kids and we want you to come by pick up on Easter Sunday um, uh, some Easter baskets and gifts so we're going to give to you and your family and there's other things that are going on uh, that we want you to pay attention to because we're getting close to the Easter sun uh, Easter's season next Sunday is Palm Sunday uh, we usually celebrate by bringing palm tree leaves into the church and I don't know maybe we'll have some here we'll see um, uh, and Good Friday and everything but we're going to be doing some stuff online as we prepare for Easter because Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. And so we know that. And even if we're online, he's still alive. He's still in control. And so today, as we continue our series, um, I want you to know that it's okay to be a little scared. You know, it's okay to be a little scared. Um, today, I want to talk about Jesus and a question they asked his disciples and he told them, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? Y'all got anything that y'all are afraid of? What, what's your biggest fear, Tammy? Cockroaches. <laughs> no, the, the scariest thing about cockroaches is when they start flying. 
you know, you, you, you see them around, and it's like, oh, I can get it, and then it starts flying, and you just leave the room. You know, that's it. Just leave the room. How about you, Stephen? What's, what's the big fear you have? Big spiders. Uh, insects. So insects, arachnids, something like that. We're, we're afraid of insects. And I know life seems scary right now. You know, we're uncertain about our future. Uh, we're uncertain about our present. And, you know, rightly so. We're concerned about what this virus means, what what changes are going to happen. If we have to go back to work later, are we going to be able to do that? Some people are working from home now, and it's just like, I don't know if I can have that ad- adjustment. We're, we're scared. We're scared that we're going to be stuck. We're scared that we're going to get sick. We're scared uh, that life is never going to be the same, you know, and that that that's justified we're, we're scared about that but we're also scared about other things in life you know uh, beyond our situation right now we're sometimes we're scared of being alone we're uh, afraid of not accomplishing our dreams or not knowing what to do with our lives either and, and more and fear is not something that i like it's not an emotion that i like to fear that's why i don't like scary movies i don't know about y'all some of y'all like scary movies and i know people watch them for the thrill of it yeah, you, you like to feel that thrill. I like to scare people. Like it, our team knows sometimes I'll sneak up on people. or I, Sometimes I don't even try. I just like stand next to people and they're just like, oh, my God, where did you come from? You know, uh, in high school, they, they would say I'm, I was a ninja. Uh, I was like, I never received formal training, but, you know. Uh, but it, it's it's not something that we like to feel. We don't like to feel afraid. We don't like to feel scared. But. Fear is a part of life, though. It happens. And fear is a natural thing, and it's a natural emotion. And in some situations, it could be good. You know, say you're being chased by a lion, Nathan. You know, you're probably scared, but that does you good because you're probably going to run faster than you would normally uh, to try to get away. So there are some fears that they are there to protect us, but if fear is left unchecked, Fear can control our lives. Fear can bring us to a standstill. We can end up in a place where we don't know what's going on, where we don't know what to do, where we're just going through the motions of life because we're too afraid to move forward and do anything else. We're, we, we get stuck. And today, um, the question that Jesus asked his disciples that we're going to be talking about is why Are you so afraid? And we're going to go to Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. And if you're watching online, we'll have the scriptures on there uh, for you today. And the Bible says, That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crown behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up. And the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion, just like Jesus, you know. Everything's going to chaos around him, and he's taking a nap. The disciples woke him up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. 
So let's pray before we get into the word today. Father, I ask that you you speak to us today. Whoever's listening and watching online, God, or maybe listening to this later, watching this later, may they be blessed by this word. May they be able to uh, learn how they can confront fear in this difficult time. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I've preached on this story before, and I've preached on the topic of fear a few times, but I want to approach it a little bit differently today. Because this story is interesting. You know, the disciples are going across the sea on a boat, yet they are afraid of, for their lives, you know, rightly so. I don't know if anybody, like the only one that I know that has, here has a boat is Stephen, and I don't know if you've been ever in a storm on the boat. Have you ever been in a storm? Yeah. Is it scary? the wind and waves are going crazy and so the disciples are here in this little boat and they've got jesus with them and jesus is you know on another occasion he walked on water and he he, you know he did all kinds of miracles and stuff around the disciples yet here they are in this moment and they find jesus sleeping and they're concerned because they're gonna die or at least that's how they feel we're about to die and here's jesus taking a nap somebody wake him up because he needs to do something about this the interesting about the thing about this story is that they they've been with Jesus for a long time and the disciples do this a lot. They they're with Jesus and yet they come to a point where they question him. Like, do you not care about us? Do you not care that we're going to die? And we do that all the time, you know. We're going through life and we're facing difficult circumstances and we're just wondering where is God at? Like, I thought he said he was going to be with us and we question God. We question God because of our circumstances, because of what we see, because of what we feel. And the same was going on with the disciples right now. But the thing I see in this situation is they had faith. You know, Jesus asked them, where don't you have faith? And I think they had faith, but they had faith in the wrong thing. They had faith in their fear and faith in their circumstances more than they did have faith in Jesus. They were so sure that they were going to die. They were so sure that the storm was going to be the end of them. And that's what fear does. When we believe fear or when we give in to fear, we're we're having faith, but we're having faith in fear. We're having faith in the wrong thing. And then what happens is we become accustomed to living that way. Our life becomes a life of fear. We we don't know if we're going to pass classes or if you're in school or whatever or if you're work. You know, is this job going to be enough for me? Am I going to make enough money to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to lose my job? There seem to be more qualified people around me. Or am, you know, some people are, are scared of everything, you know, that, Every little thing is, oh, God, I'm going to die. That happens when you go on WebMD. Don't go on WebMD. You know, you type in your systems. I have the, the uh, you know, my, my nose is sniffly. Oh, you have coronavirus. I, I don't know about that, you know. Or worse, ca- most of the time I always hear the joke is that WebMD tells you you have cancer, you know. I blew my nose today. You have cancer. What? Like, it, it scares us. And we, we live in that mentality, And what happens when we live in the mentality of fear is a few different things. We become paralyzed. Fear paralyzes us and we end up being stuck in life. You know, we want to do something. We want to do something with our lives. And we, we hear people doing great things, going on vacation or doing this or doing that. Or, man, they're accomplishing so much. 
You know, you ever feel that way? Like, I feel that way sometimes. You know, I'm 30 years old, and I see people online that are the same age as me, and they're, like, running successful businesses and other things like that. And I'm just like, how can I not be there? And sometimes I wonder, am I holding myself back? And that's what fear will do. You're afraid to step into things because there there are things that, you know, I said I was going to do. I'm supposed to be writing a book and... Thank, thank you that none of y'all have asked me about that. Uh, really, no, thank you, because it would make me feel more concerned that I actually wasn't doing it. But I, I, I am, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, and that's why I, I stop writing, because I, I get afraid. Am I going to do a good job on this? Am I going to do what I'm supposed to do in this situation? And I get paralyzed. And that's what fear will do. Fear will also cause us to believe the lies that we hear about ourselves. Fear will tell us that you're not enough. That you're going to fail. You're going to lose. You're, you're going to die. And you're going to stay forever alone. You know, some people have that fear. It's like, oh, I'm just never going to get married. I'm never going to find the right one. I'm just going to be lonely for the rest of my life. And we, we believe that, though. We believe those lies when we let fear take hold of us and it tells us, yes, that's true. God doesn't care. And then we believe that lie. God doesn't care. That's what the disciples believed in this story. They said, do you not care about us? Don't you care? Um, we're not supposed to be touching. <laughs> uh, do you not care about us? Do you not care that we're going to die? Do you not care about my situation, God? Do you not care that I'm lonely? Do you not care that I'm sick? Do you not care that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in life, that I don't know where I'm going? God, don't you care? And it, that's a scary thought. Fear will ultimately bring us to a place that we forget that God is greater than our fear. That God is greater than anything and we believe that and, and we will believe that see fear is a part of life and there's so much fear in the world today and you know negative things travel in this world much faster than anything else but we have to learn to be able to trust god in the face of our fear see this story is interesting because jesus knew that they were going to make it to the other side in fact, in the beginning of the story, he said, hey, let's go to the other side. So, you know, if Jesus is telling you, we're going to go to the other side, we're going to get there, and we're going to be fine, um, we should believe him. And Jesus tells the disciple, let's go in this, and you know, but they didn't trust the words that Jesus said, and they trusted in the storm, what the storm could do more than Jesus did. And so they ignored that God said, everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to be all right. And, you know, I'm not telling you to ignore the situations that we're in or ignore the situations of life right now. Definitely do not do that. Do not ignore reality. Ignoring reality is not having faith. That's just being dumb. Man, that, that's just being dumb. You, you can't say, well, you know, I'm going to be fine, so I'm just going to go out into the world and do whatever I need to do normally, and then you get sick, you know? 
I don't remember who, what pastor it was, and probably I shouldn't say his name, but I know that there was, I, I read there was a pastor, he was saying, it's like, no, we just go about our lives and everything, and then he contracted COVID-19, and he passed away, and it's like, he thought that his faith was enough that I don't have to do, I don't have to be safe, I don't have to, you know, uh, do what everybody else is doing, I don't gotta stay home, I don't gotta wash my hands, I don't gotta stay, you know, take precautions, we should definitely not ignore reality. The disciples shouldn't have ignored reality that the, the storm was happening, but they should have trusted that Jesus was there with them. And if Jesus was there with them, that means they were going to get through the storm. See, fear, when we come to God with fear, it's not about erasing it. Because we're going to be afraid. You know, we're, we're going to be afraid. You can still follow Jesus and be afraid. But trusting in God means that despite our fear, we believe Jesus over our fear. It reminds me of my dad was a firefighter for 27 years. And I mentioned this before, but he, he served as a firefighter for 27 years and he was an engineer. And that meant he wrote, he drove the trucks. He was the one that drove the trucks. But. He was trusted by uh, his captain so much that on occasion, if his captain wasn't there, uh, he made my dad the captain while he was gone. And the scary thing about that situation is like you think about it, it's like, well, what does the captain do? The captain is the first one in and he's the last one out when there's a fire. He's the one that makes sure everybody makes it out as safely as possible. And I remember asking him one time, well, aren't you afraid? And he said, of course, I'm afraid. But he told me, courage, though, courage is not being, it's not not being afraid. It's not abandoning fear and saying, I'm just brave. And, uh, you know, that that's, again, just being dumb, rushing into situations, thinking that I'm invincible. We're not invincible. He said, in fact, courage is being afraid, but still doing what you know you need to do despite your fear. And that's what faith and that's what trust in God really is. The answer that Jesus was looking for, the question that he was really asking was, why are you afraid despite the fact that I am here with you? Why are you trusting your fear more than you're trusting me? I'm not telling you to not be afraid, but I'm telling you that since I'm here, we're going to make it to the other side going to make it to the other side but it's not easy it's not easy to overcome our fear it's not easy to just trust god you know blindly we barely trust people (laughs) we barely trust people and we wonder how can we trust god when we don't even trust people so how can we overcome our fears first of all we need to remember that god has already done it before I'm sure most of us here and some of you watching online have experienced difficult situations in life before and you've made it through. You're you're here. You're watching us right now. That means that God has brought you through these situations before. But humans, we're, we're very forgetful, you know? I mean... Right before this stream, I was looking for the mouse for our computer that we're using to stream in. I like I could not find it anywhere. I looked at my home. I looked in the church. I couldn't find it anywhere. And 
it was right where I thought it was. It was in my bag. It was just in the wrong place. And I forgot that I put it there. And I was just like, oh my God, how can I forget this? We can't even remember where we put our keys or shoes and things like that. So it, it's, it, we're very forgetful. And we forget that God has already done this before. We've been in situations where we failed. We've sinned. And we feel like we failed God, yet God was faithful enough to bring us through and bring us back to him. We've been in situations where we didn't have anything. I've, I've seen so many, so many situations like that. When I was in Bible school, you know, uh, there were some students that they didn't know how they were going to pay their school bill. And come payday, they were going to go and try and negotiate, you know, when can I make a later payment? Because I don't have money right now. I know a lot of us feel that right now. You know, money's tight. And to go and then to come to find out that their bill had been paid for by sometimes someone that they didn't even know. And I've seen those situations and I've seen difficult situations, people trying to trust in God and believing and being scared at the same time, but God pulling through still because God does that. He, he, he does so much for us to bring us through difficult situations. Some of us have been sick and have been healed. Some of us have gone through situations where families were breaking apart, but then we've been, the, our families have been healed. Some of us uh, didn't know what to do with our lives, but God brought direction to us. And we were scared and we were afraid during all of those times. And maybe right now you're watching or you're here and you are in a situation where like, I don't know what's next. But remember, remember what God has done. Remember how far he has brought you. Remember the things that he has done already. If the disciples had just thought about it for a second and say, man, we have seen Jesus heal blind people, heal crippled people. We've seen him bring dead people back to life. If he can do that, he can handle the wind and the waves. But they forgot. We need to try and remember. The other thing we need to do is we need to bring our worries and our fears to God. Like that should be the first thing on our minds anytime we're going through a difficult situation. But, you know, how many of us like that's the last thing we do? <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, God, I've exhausted all other options. So I guess, I guess I'm going to talk to you now. It should be the first thing. It should be the first thing on our minds. It's like, man, I'm going through this. I should pray about this right now. I should bring my troubles to God. And that's what the disciples did. They did that. And what did God do? In their fear, despite the fact that they were afraid, despite the fact that they were trusting fear more than they trusted him, what did God do? He still changed the situation. He still came through and he calmed the storm. He still did what he was capable of doing, even though the disciples at the moment probably didn't deserve to see that. But he wanted to remind them of who he was because he wanted to remind them, you did the right thing. You, you were trusting your fear more than your faith, but you still did the right thing in coming to me instead of just giving up. Because they could have done that. They could have just given up. They could have been there on the boat. We're going to die. That's it. I'm, I'm just going to jump overboard. That's it. Life is over. This situation is too much for me to handle. But if we can give our situations over to God into his hands, if we would go first to God and say, I don't know what to do. 
I don't know where to go. I don't know how this situation can change because it seems impossible, doesn't it? It seems impossible that we would get out of this situation right now. But if we bring our troubles to God, he will bring us through the storm. Sometimes he's not going to calm the storm. Sometimes he won't. When Jesus walked on water, that another time that the disciples were afraid and they thought he was a ghost. And they were freaking out because they think there's a ghost walking on the water to us. That's it. We're going to die. Jesus didn't calm the storm. He got into the boat and he was like, all right, let's go. We're going to make it to the other side. They were still afraid. There was another storm that they were going through and they were still afraid. When the disciples were still afraid after Jesus had given up his life and they were hiding, they were afraid. But then Jesus showed up in their situation. Because that's what God does. If we trust God over our fear, over our troubles, over our worries. You know, there's that Christian cliche saying that says, don't tell your troubles who, uh, don't tell your God, God, our, I can't even get this right. It's okay. You can laugh. Don't tell God your troubles, tell your troubles who your God is. I believe that's partially true. You need to tell God your troubles and you need to tell your troubles who God is too. Because he is the one that is capable of making us better. He is capable uh, of taking us through the storm. So right now, here today, God can bring us through. God can bring us through. I know we might be worried right now. We might be, wor- uh, you know, not not sure of what's going to happen right now in these days to come. How long are we going to be doing online church? I don't know. I can't tell you. How long are we going to be stuck at home? I don't know. I can't tell you. How long is it going to be before they find a vaccine? I don't know. I can't tell. How long is it going to be before you get a job? I don't know. I can't tell you. But what I can tell you is despite the circumstances, Jesus is going to be with you through it all. That's what he promised. That's what he promised. That's what he gave his very life for to remind us to bring back a broken relationship. He gave his life on the cross so that he could mend broken relationships between humanity and himself. And he said, now I'm that bridge between you and God. I'm the bridge that brings you together so that when fear comes, you bring fear to the cross. And let it die there. So that Jesus can bring to life new faith in you. Today I want to pray two things. As we get ready to close out this this afternoon. I want to pray for anybody that's going through a difficult circumstances that's afraid of course we're, we're, we're all kind of scared and we're going to be praying over this situation every single day uh, until we see an answer come through and I also want to pray for anybody that's watching right now and you're hearing this and you need hope in life right now I'm here to tell you that Jesus is that hope And if you make a decision to say, I'm going to give my life to Jesus, he will be there with you through it all. I promise you. And you don't have to trust my promise. You just got to trust God's promise because that's what he said. He is not a man that he would lie, the Bible tells us, that you can trust what he tells you. 
So I'm, first I'm going to pray the prayer for us that, that we just need to get through this difficult situation. And then I'm going to pray for those who want to give their life to Jesus. So Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to be here today. We thank you for what you're doing through all of this, God. We know that it's a difficult circumstances, but we are seeing the church continue to spread the gospel, continue to lift up your name during this time, even if we're not able to meet in person. God, we trust you during this moment. We we trust you with whatever we're going through, whatever our difficult circumstances are. Let us remember what you've done before and remember that you promise that you are with us every step of the way. So we trust you right now. I just pray that we trust you. Help us to trust you. Help us to bring our situations to you, our troubles to you, our worries to you, our fears to you, so that you can calm the storm in our lives or that you can take us through it so that we can know we're going to make it to the other side. Amen. And if you're watching here today, it's real simple, this prayer that you have to pray. If you want to give your life to Jesus, all you got to do is pray, Jesus I give you my life. I want you to pray that prayer with me. And then we here are going to be praying for you. And if you've made a decision, if you make a decision today, I want you to go to myemmanuelchurch.com slash I have decided. And there we want to get your information so that we can get in contact with you and send you some resources and know your name and pray for you. And or, or if you've been blessed by anything that we're going to be doing today or any other story, any other things that we're doing, go to myemmanuelchurch.com slash my story and share your story story with us we want to hear since we can't be with you in person we want to hear what you're doing so that we can share those stories too and we can be encouraged so if you want to make a decision today pray this prayer with me father i need you god i give you my life today jesus i want to trust in you because i don't know where else to go i want to have hope in you jesus so here i am i give you my life for anyone that prayed that prayer, God, we just be with them right now. Surround them in prayer and love because they are now part of a new family, the family of Christ. That even though we're disconnected for being a person, we are connected through you. We're connected through who you are and what you've done for us. So we give them, we, we pray for encouragement over their lives right now as they make this new step in life. We pray for encouragement over what might come, over whatever fears they might be facing, God. We trust you for this new and blessed life that they're going to have in you because they are trusting in the one who's greater than any other. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope you enjoyed the message today. And we would love to hear the story about how God is using this ministry to change your life. You can share it with us at myemmanuelchurch.com slash mystory. And if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. And if you're in the Houston area, we would love to see you on Sundays at 1130 a.m. Have a blessed week.